She's like, really? Blog Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to Are You Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, obviously, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yes. And uh, which uh, doing fantastic at the box office, really well. Uh, getting uh, mostly really solid reviews. And uh, like Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes are, yeah. are you know, Real something favorite. like 80-ish, yeah. uh, <laughs> I think, on both places, actually. Uh, it's somehow worked out that they're pretty close together. And uh, user ratings, closer to like 90. Really uh, Pretty close to 90 yeah. anyway. I don't think it's quite 90, but I think like it's, Metacritic was like right, was right, right there, there around 90. Yep. So uh, audiences so far loving it. Uh, most of the feedback from every direction is uh, really good, yeah. even though, even to the extent that uh, people are, you know, can't stop saying Andy Circus. Yeah, right. In like <clears throat> every possible, <laughs> I don't know, reason to mention his name for anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just uh, everyone's in love with him and loving the movie. And uh, this week. Bizarrely, we don't really have a lot of uh, comments or questions or anything from uh, emails yeah. to deal with. So that's good and bad, I guess. The yeah. chat room is open uh, if you want to call in, whatever, if you're, if you're listening live. And uh, if you're not listening live, send in the questions anyway. You can send them to questions at com or go to com and uh, go to our contact page and it's you know, obviously, we're surprising some people this week. We're a little early, so we are kind of early. I so, don't know if anyone's uh, really listening at the moment, but if they are, they can definitely right. call. We, we, are, we did. We did. We are not in our in our normal. We time called frame. a little audible, and we're in we're in a little bit of an earlier time right. frame. But we're also listening to TV, which probably <laughs> well, you, can, we'll you can fix that. Make it on the on the air. Anyway, so um, I think since we don't have a lot. Uh, to get to in other directions. We did yeah. get some emails. Yeah. Uh, just so that's clear, right? Except mostly they mostly they just had to do with how many apes there are on the planet. Oh, were they really? <laughs> I love this idea. This guy, David, who who emailed a couple uh, weeks ago, and I still, I keep meaning right. to. I remember when we do it. And yeah, I, keep meaning I, I, to looked, I looked it up. and Did you? How was it? What was his research uh, like? It, well, Google says I don't, Google I, don't really, I don't really know. That'd be awesome uh, if Google his ate. research was. But I tried to Google around for a while. Yeah, how many apes there are? Monkeys? Chimps, yeah, and it's uh, somewhere around three hundred thousand, basically. So like, he was plus, about a hundred thousand plus or no? He said he said uh, three hundred fifty thousand. Did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry, so David. it's like, uh, and I guess what he was citing was something that was from, I think, like 2009 or 2010 or something right. like that. And, you know, there's only so much information. <laughs> All right. Really. Right. There's uh, only so know. few people tagging there's, apes. There's only so many people who care. Right. Really. Right. The, the exact number or whatever. <laughs> well, what's funny is you've cared about this more than I. You, you've actually gone and looked. Uh, and, and, I should just Google and, now. And, and, and i, I got to tell you, at this point, since we've talked about this before, I, right. I think the movie does it wrong. You do think? Th- How does the movie do this I, wrong? I do. There's too many apes. There's uh, not I that think, many apes. I Look, think, no, there's, there's a lot of apes. Okay, before we get First into this. First of all, even <laughs> oh, wh- whatever other amount of apes there are, right, mm-hmm. in a certain battle scene that they have, right? right? Way too many apes die, and then there are way too many apes still left. I would argue this. I would argue that the, the movie kind of knew you were coming. There's a moment in the film <laughs> no, where... No, it totally didn't. And, and they see this in the trailer. Maybe we can hit these things easy about the trailer and the film, too. There's a moment in the trailer where they see uh, where the humans in the woods encounter the apes, and they get into like a little standoff. Right. They clearly go back... They go back to their little home fortress, and they're telling Gary Oldman, you know, how many apes were there? And one guy says, oh, like 80. Right. Because later the joke is he looks at the apes well, because, that come, and he's like, that's there a were. lot more than 80. There okay. were. At the, so, time, at the time that he says that, it's not like he's, when the apes, like he's really bad at No, no, I know. He can't just guess, right? right? But when the apes show up in the, the uh, you know, we're talking about the film anyway, but in, in the film, when the apes show up, 
and Gary Oldman, you know, lauds that, you know, there is a lot more than 80. There's not 50,000. There is perhaps 2,000, maybe. Now, 2,000 against an army of people who have fortified this this place, and they don't have 2,000 people. They have maybe 1,000 people. It's easy to Maybe. see. Maybe who knows? I mean, you, but but you, what I, I guess what I'm saying you is you never like, know how many there really are. Right, you and see, I didn't you see a huge, huge crowd. The but. biggest thing that goes against too many apes is there's the scene, and you've seen it in the trailer. Though there was a there was a quick moment you had to run out of the theater real fast. Right. Um, I think you got a phone call, or whatever. But when, when it's the thing in the trailer that you see where there's marching apes moving from the right to the left, and it looks like there's tens of thousands of them. It looks like platoons, and then one of them climbs up on a flagpole and is just looking out over them. Then I admit, there's a lot of apes there. Well, but I think the movie is supposed to show a lot of apes, but not unbelievable number of apes. I think there's right. actually a few thousand apes, and that's enough to believe yeah, in this. I, I still think there's, I think there's too many apes, because it's still, it's only the apes that are right here. Yeah, right, and yeah. and the apes didn't come from Africa on planes no. and join this right. group, right? And one of the, one of the real reasons that I think there's too many apes is that when they march up and Gary yeah. Oldman goes, that that's sort of more than eighty <laughs> right. apes, right? Yeah. And you have the giant thing of apes, right? You think an eighty is no big deal? How, like however that, yeah. many, however many that right. those apes are, I would have actually been fine if it was with that, that number of apes. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking but I thought when, that was it. When we have the big battle scene, right? There's a lot. That many apes die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and there's and still and a lot some, of them. Yeah, and there's still. And a then lot there's of. still that many apes. Yeah. At the end, after the battle's over, and, I, that, and it's just too many. And the real problem that I have with it is that you don't need it. You really don't. All it you have to be, do is it can be tribal. All you have to do is have uh, you know less people survive the plague, right? And there's less people in that in that city, and yep. then and there's a bunch of apes, right? There's only enough and apes then to make you can have right. the same story, right? And, and everything works out the same way, except that. Look, I want a lot of apes. I want to die, visual. right? And I want and the visual, I, and then yeah. I want a lot of apes I left agree. over. I so, agree. anyway, I, I thought one of the things that looked interesting <laughs> like before we death into it. I love it. Superman's <laughs> cape would fly like right. this. You know, I I agree wholeheartedly. I think it serves a visual. You know, like a Michael Bay ish. Like you want to dazzle somebody. You want to give them right. their eight or twelve dollars right. worth. And then you put thousands of apes where you and, don't need and you them. want to have these certain scenes where it's like a flood. Yeah, you know, I right. Mean, and, <clears throat> and that and that's scarier, and that certainly goes with the rise of a planet right. of the apes thing. But I agree with that. I just think there's enough apes to make right. it work. All right, before we go on too long, uh, I can already tell you hate this e- film, even though this is like compared. I, I don't know. This is sort of a viewer <laughs> questioning mess or okay. whatever. But anyway, we uh, we got to <laughs> jump in. So ratings, yeah, because. Damn it, that's what people want. That's what they, now, they ask um, Oddly enough, I I still liked a lot of the movie. Oh, here I go. have problems <laughs> with a lot of the movie, yeah. even though I have certain problems with the movie that I'm sure lots of people won't have. But yeah. I am seven and a half. This is really ridiculous. Before we went on, you were you were just you telling me like, to write really from now on you have to write your rating down on a little card what so that think? we know that you're just not Oh, you think I'm not like copying you? <laughs> no, what's really funny is you haven't been super psyched. You haven't been super against the film, but you've always wondered, you know, like you just don't believe the premise of the film going forward, yada yada yada, weeks in advance. I believe the premise. <clears throat> we sit down and we sit down here movies. and you're like, I can't I'm really curious about what your cuz I think you think I'm going to do 10 you know, I think, and now you're up to seven and a half. I no, you're going to be at like five. No, see, the reason that I was really curious seven about and a the reason I love I was, this thing, the man. reason that I was really curious about your rating was because you've been really psyched for it. I have been really psyched for this. And when we were watching the movie, and yeah. when we left the theater, yeah. I got like nothing out of you <laughs> I've in any better. direction. I've gotten better so at my I poker have face. No again. idea. Yeah. And I'm, you know, we're walking out, and I'm like, so did he love that? Did he hate yeah. it? Did he? Right. Is he is he going to show up tomorrow and go? That's the worst movie right. I've ever seen. Right. Like, I had you no idea my where you were going to go. On the way out, I assumed right. well, that you were fairly high still and liked it. Okay. I had a lot of fun with I, it. I mean, whatever. But I have problems with it. I'm eight and a half. I'm only a little right. bit more than you. Uh, I really, 
And, and and just to get this out of the way quickly too, if you don't mind, like we saw we saw it in three D, and I right. and I love the three D. I think this three D was think really it pays good. off amazing. Yeah. And I'll argue that this film is really hard to pull off in a lot of ways. But I was pretty dazzled by what I saw all the time. Yeah, I, I thought. No gratuitous, like, no monkey hands coming out at me, reaching for me or anything. Right, right. Just beautiful the, looking the 3D shot was stuff. Very it cool. really worked. Yeah. And, and I can imagine seeing this without 3D, but, man, I'm glad we did in and, 3D. And the weird thing really about really it glad. is that there isn't anything that happens in the movie. Nothing. that, Like, say you're watching it in 2D. Yeah. Nothing happens where you go, oh, I wish this would be in 3D. Yeah. It just it, it doesn't it doesn't try this, and show it off or it doesn't right. it, there isn't even like you know there's not like stuff flying around no no all no, the no time nothing, or whatever no explosions no, and things it's just there's some stuff a lot of it takes place in the woods and there's it's just, just a textured, there's awesome depth there's a texture instead depth, of examining exactly. out at you it's just there it's, it's that you go in I I feel and what I was starting to say before we plug the 3D which we're not always happy with but definitely this time is um, the version that I saw in the trailer. I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a pretty good version that you're going to get in the film. I don't think the trailer lies to you or shows you anything else. But for me, I actually thought there was going to be not more fighting. I don't want 50 minutes of just ape battles. Right. But there was a lot less action than I had anticipated, and a lot less action than I thought the trailer perpetuated. Uh, yeah, which I, is I fine. Agree. But that, and, and that's not the reason that I rated it a little lower. I was actually kind of happy. I liked the story that, that happened in front of us. And for the most part, I was really pleased with what we did get. And then there was action when it felt like there should have been action. Right. But it was a different film than I thought I was going to get. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, I, I really thought I, I was going to really. get something like Alien to Aliens. I thought I was going to get something like right. that here. And I got, I got a little bit more of a nuanced, almost like – it almost was like a political – film like there's i mean if you take apes out like yeah, there's really a lot of, of political way. maneuvering and there's this interesting moment where caesar who has this you know he's basically teaching everyone and one of the tenets that we see early on when they're teaching all the the young baby apes and chimps and what have you right is that apes don't hurt apes apes don't kill right. apes that's the long law and it's interesting to see later when he realizes as a political figure as a leader that his tenets, that what he believes can't happen, and he's got to reconcile that, and right. then later apes have to kill apes. Right. There's an interesting thing there politically to see whether you want to you know, put that on American politics or anyone else where your leader says, this is how it's going to be, and then they got to face some tough choices, and they realize, well, maybe I can't keep up with that ideal. Maybe i got to be different. Right. And well, I thought that was well, fascinating. And also, I really enjoyed that. It's kind of uh, interestingly pulled off the way he does that because what's what's kind of interesting is that so we get to the point where uh where he has to do something right he doesn't he, has to he make doesn't a choice. have to kill him he's got to make a choice yeah and basically what you get is that thrown back in his face exactly where he goes oh but ape doesn't ape yeah. can't kill ape or yeah, whatever right and there's there's basically a couple of different ways to go that are I guess semi standard yeah. uh, political views I guess right or ways of getting around that being the law right yeah and he sits there for a while and you don't know which way he's going to go you really exactly don't. yeah. And ultimately, I mean, I don't know that this is actually anything that's spoilery. Who knows? But ultimately, what he what he says is, you know, you're not an ape, which right. is a pretty standard version of saying at some point you're not human, right? And you're not what we mean when we say right. humans shouldn't kill other humans, right. right? And the other, I think, way that I almost thought he was going to go, yeah. Because I really wondered if he was going to flat out abandon that is is a more deeper, not summer blockbustery like way to go, right. which is like that uh, you don't get to enjoy the benefit of the laws that you refuse to follow yourself, right. Right? right? And but when he stands there, like looking at, you know, he yeah. kind of, it's almost <laughs> like for a second he kind of like stares off into space mm -hmm. and goes. How am I going to do this? Right. And, and it, what's funny is is that, you know, talking about Andy Serkis and putting, like, massive amounts of emotion into yeah. a CGI ape-face thing, whatever, right. right? 
is that you can actually see him kind of going, now I'm going to kill him. Right. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. And, and how am I going to work it out right. that I am going to justify that and explain it? And it, especially after all of the yeah. moral high ground right. I'm trying to throw right. out everywhere. Yeah. I've got to say something that works. Yeah. And what am I going to do? And it, you know, that is all actually really interesting. And there was the interesting part where he kind of gets to that point when uh, he's he's injured and talking to his son Mm -hmm. and he finally goes, you know, I had this in-group bias where I thought apes were better. Right. And little did I realize that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like the way that we get to all that stuff could easily like destroy this movie. Yeah. And make it so that you're going, Oh, come on, man. I just want to watch Planet of the Apes, not right. like Lincoln. Or right. you yeah, know right. what, what exactly. I, I don't want the, I didn't want this to go all into this like you know, now the new ape constitution that I watch them write right. and crap right. like that, right? And it doesn't. And it does no. it really well of just it does a really great job of just like sticking in enough yep. so that you're kinda Moving along with it, and um, before we go into like other parts yeah. of it, um, one of the things that you know, whether we like it or don't like it, one of the things that I think is cool, especially because you're like a horror guy, yeah, and, and I'm not as much of a yeah. horror guy, but yeah, I can kind of appreciate a lot of horror things. But one of the things that I thought is weird and cool about this movie, in a strange way, although I almost wish this isn't what they did, but it's yeah. fine. But you know, in the in the original movies Mm -hmm. you know the thing that people were scared of is nuclear war and the way that planet of the apes came about was you blew it all up you bastards right right right. famous and now we're not scared of that anymore what we're scared of is some freaking virus simian that's that's going to destroy everyone yeah and so now instead the way we get there at the end is and except that somehow we kind of are obligated to match up with the first <laughs> with the first movie and how the guy gets there and yeah. who knows how, apparently he's just wrong right, right, right <laughs> we've right. we've shown that he thinks something and he's just wrong about how we got there or whatever but I just think it's cool that in its own way that you yeah. know now looking at movies apparently like what people in America are scared of uh, is uh, viruses and home invasion right. Yeah, and, and maybe to a certain extent, um, the idea that the, you were the say, government is controlling everything yeah. and spying on you, and they certainly are, and uh, you know, looking through your iPad all the time at you to know what you're doing, or right. you know, whatever. Right. But those are like the three things, basically. And like every movie that comes out, like yeah. if you're supposed to be, whether you're supposed to be scared <laughs> or just like nervous or we're just tension or whatever it is, like yeah. those are the things. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was uh, well, cool that now we like really go with the you simian think flu. You would have rather it stayed kind of nuclear still. Is that where you were? Because you did like it, but you're like, I, I still wish they had. I done wish it. that. I mean, there's no way to do it with the second movie, obviously, because we've already done it with the first movie. Right, but right. I wish that somehow we could have made it so that the whole new story we're telling actually matches yeah. up with, with the old yeah. story that we're yeah, building yeah. off of. But you know, I think whatever. you know we've said this before, and when it comes fall, when we start seeing more horror films, uh, we'll we'll remind it again. You know, I think it's interesting to see what what different nations, different countries do with their horror films, because it's supposed to be, if done in a way, you know, that I feel is right, it's supposed to be a reflection on what people think, like what you're saying. Right. We're we're certainly more afraid of viruses than we are of detonation at this point. Right. I don't know if that's smart, but it, it is what but it is. It's just the way the culture is and, moving. And I was actually, we, have, we didn't really talk about the film. We talked about other things after it. You know, one of the things that you had said, looking back on the film, was how interesting it was going to set up this preposition of the scenes that we're going to see in the second film. The first 10 minutes of this movie are kind of stereotypical, kind of tropish. You know, you see CNN, you see news feeds, and it basically represents how the simian flu wipes out a lot of people, makes the apes okay, but also keeps some people around. It's like the stand, you know, it just includes apes. Did you like the way it started? Did you like that kind of like, we're going to not spend a lot of time on this, we're just going to delve into it? Uh, I was I was okay with the way it started, and the thing that I thought was interesting 
you know, because we're talking about there's too many apes and the right. time frame that we're dealing with. And really, the time frame is another big thing you had a good point about, which the, is it just happens in a few years. It's, like, this ten, is it's not, 10 years. Yeah. And here, the thing that I think is a little bit weird about that is that um, there are ways to fix all of the things that I don't like about this movie that you could have just done it. And, and not hurt and the especially, film <clears throat> especially since we're uh, playing around with weird things basically sci-fi yeah. goofiness, and we could kind of do whatever we want, right? Yeah. I mean, because obviously the simian flu has to kill everyone, mm-hmm. but then there have to be magical people who are right. not affected by it, right. because otherwise we'd have no people and we can't tell our story, right? Right. So if that's the kind of magic that you're working with and you can do anything you want, the only reason this movie has to be 10 years in the future is because you still want to have Caesar. Right. And you want Caesar to not be like massive old, old ape, Caesar, right? right? So why not just make the simian flu make them live longer? Right. I mean, so now it's... Tailor it a little bit, yeah. Now <laughs> it's, you know, 40 years in the future or 50 years right. in the future instead of 10 years in the future. Right. Instead of and 2024. Then, and then you can yeah. have more apes and yeah. it would all be okay, right? <laughs> yeah. Except that... But yeah. what I thought is weird about it is that there's actually no reference to how far in the future this is really except isn't. one time when an ape says it's been 10 years. Yep. And other than that, see, that's like the weirdest thing is that they could have taken that line out, mm-hmm. and I'd have been fine with the whole movie. Yeah. That one line, they could have just – because otherwise, they don't say anything about how long yeah. it's been. Yeah. They're very vague about how things have progressed in the time <laughs> since that started. Yeah. And except that I guess there are like some humans who have like – been there for the 10 years obviously and so you might have to like monkey with things a little bit but i just thought that was weird but but the beginning right yeah right but the beginning (laughs) i thought actually was pretty cool i mean it was uh you know some people might think it's like a little cheesy and stuff with the whole spinning around the globe watching the you know what i think is funny in a weird way is that for a lot of people there's like a built-in joke Mm-hmm. to the beginning of the movie, which is that it exactly mirrors uh app game. Right. Uh, where, Play a gank. Where, yeah. I love that game. Where, uh, <clears throat> so do I. And it's, uh, and they have a it's, new, it's very bizarre. And they, they, they have got the simian, a rise of the planet of the they ha- flu now. Right. So it's awesome to tie it in. They have the simian flu, but, um, uh, but the, the way that you watch stuff happen with the planes awesome. flying to the next place to infect the next Carrying people the virus, and stuff like yeah. that, looks exactly like the game. I so. wondered if it wasn't like a, a slight nod to it because there was a tie-in. Right. That I, I saw that. Well, day. I mean, it just looks I mean, so much perfect. like it. Uh, and, 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 it. Look, it just, as a storytelling device, it works. That's why people, yeah, it's, that's why people it's employ it. It's fine enough, and who cares? When, but, but when they move on to the actual beginning, story, I mean, right. Bo- yeah, right. beyond that, like the first maybe 15 minutes yeah. or t- maybe even all the way to 20, I thought were great. Yeah, me too. I thought were really, 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 really solid, and the only potential thing that I didn't like about it is they were, I think, trying to sell the discord between Caesar and his son a, yeah, little, a little hard, a little too hard, a little too fast. Yeah, I agree. Like that they could have just because it worked right, so much right in that first part. There are other places it. later when they're not on the deer hunt in the beginning, you know, there are other places later where he's basically just saying, like, I need you to understand. Like, there's very more subtle examples. There's plenty of ways to get us there. I would have liked to have seen the subtle stuff first and then that harder stuff later. But, you know, when when we were were watching the film, and it is pretty early on that, you know, Maurice, the the friendly, not friendly, but the friendly to Caesar orangutan, uh, says, you know, we haven't seen them for 10 winters. Right. I knew... I knew right then, I'm like, that's explaining midichlorians for Mark. Like, they're like, if they had right. left that out, or if it had just been a little longer. Because <clears throat> at this point, we're seeing, like, baby chimps being born, right? baby apes being born, on and on. And I'm like, 10 years is not going to be long enough. And especially, look, I, how do I know how long it takes vegetation to take over a city? You know, yeah, sometimes that's where sometimes, I started having more problem too. It and was I know not it was necessarily the apes. It even. was there. It was there visually to to produce. You know, and who knows what the world is like once the argument I guess could be, 
the world was a lot different with a lot less humans on it. Maybe maybe we're still in the process of whatever you believe for the climate. Yeah, but plants but, don't but grow a lot. Just cause, but anyway. I, I see these photos sometimes of these uh, off-topic for a sec. You see photos of like abandoned theme parks or Chernobyl or something, and there's a right. lot of vegetation. But then I'm like, wow, that was like 25 years ago. That, this takes a while. And somehow the whole place isn't just one <laughs> mass on. of green. Right. right. So, but anyway, once they said that, I, I almost looked over at you and was like, I could see Mark just being like, whatever. Like but I was still, they, the scene was pretty cool. But <laughs> the scene is uh, good. And, and he, it, it's interesting because they lay a lot of groundwork. One of the things that I really liked uh, that kind of ties back to what I said about the political stuff is – the movie exists for all these different things, but one thing that they did really well was they showed like Caesar kind of grow in this film, and he's sympathetic, he's complicated, like he's got all these issues, he's got all this stuff to do, but at times he's kind of sad, like he's just so world weary, like right. why am I the only ape that gets this? Right. You know, and then other times he's like, I'm the leader, I got to do these things, and then when the humans finally show up, you get this sense of who he was in the first film with James Franco, like this person that actually really loves people. And, and one of the best scenes for me in the whole film is when he's talking about, we're going to let the humans work. Right. And Koba says, great, humans work. And he starts pointing out all the scars right. and damage that he from humans working. And I'm like, this film is so on point right now, even though it's not the action-packed thing I thought it would be. I'll take this film. Right. Like, because that's really smart stuff. You could go a real dumb route with this film and just be like, okay, apes fight. Right. But it had a real, real awesome layer and sub layer and sub layer that all seemed to flare up at different and, times. And the whole time. It was great. The whole time, even though we, you know, mentioned more than once that it's, it's oddly, I guess, going from the trailer into the movie, uh, not real packed with action. But if yeah. you come in from the first movie. Right, you should kind of expect that it, anyway, exactly. because it's not just you know it's, it's not, not it's not Transformers or whatever. Right, right. But the the trailer does make it look like there's a lot of action really going does. on all the time. Uh, but even though there's you know there's lots of talking, there's lots mm -hmm. of figuring out ape morality and all this right. stuff, and Caesar having all these balls to keep in the air at once. Yeah, it's still it's a lot of fun all the time. Yeah, and all of the there are a lot of places where, as soon as something starts happening, you know, I'm watching the movie and I start going, "Oh God, now <laughs> now they're gonna whatever." Where you know you've seen enough movies, you right. know exactly what happens. It's almost like there are certain points in this movie where it's like watching the horror movie and and the guy tells the girl to stay in the car, right? And you go, right. "Oh great, I wonder what's gonna happen," right? Right. And right. Whatever. <laughs> There are a lot of points in this movie. There's, there's a couple of different parts when they uh, start to try to go to the uh, dam to yeah. fix power, and and uh, we have to talk to Caesar and yeah. let him. There are a couple of different points along the way of doing that where it just feels like, oh my God, they're gonna like jump off the cliff right <laughs> yeah, here. Right. And yet it's it's really good and they, they do stuff really well. Yeah. It's a lot of fun the whole time and you never I never got the feeling that you know, I was like, Oh God, how long is this movie? And yeah. you know, you're starting to go, This is dragon and yeah. we could have cut a lot of this or you know, whatever. So yeah. it's it's like it's really well put together in a way that keeps you invested in it and right. never feeling like you're you're bored or we're talking about stuff for no reason for too long yeah. or things like that. But I still had like a lot of problems with the movie, <laughs> and I really liked a lot of it. And I mean, it, you know, I gave it a seven and a half, yeah. and it's uh, clearly better than average, right? My, a lot of my problem, though, is that I wanted this to be, and it should have been, something like nine. Yeah. And there's, you know, just in the in the broadest sense of what I don't like about it, uh, is just that I've seen this friggin' story eight thousand times. When yeah. you're when your bare bones general plot is more or less the same plot as like the earliest known recorded <laughs> story yeah. man has ever told. Yeah. 
and it's been told 800,000 times between now and then, mix things up a little bit. I yeah. mean, how many stories are there where you've got, like, the two factions and the one guy who just wants to hate the other side and is going to make the war happen, right. whatever right. he has to do? And, I mean, it's just like you're watching, you're watching it going, oh, come on. Even when it becomes really clear that Cobe uh, is just going to do whatever he has to do, right? <clears throat> there's got to be some way to spin that yeah. a little bit better and make it a little different. And then when, when basically he finally is the one who leads the massive onslaught and he just full on attacks the humans. And I'll tell you, you know, there was a part of me at one time during that thing when they were having that big fight where I was suddenly kind of going, you know what could happen is that the humans just slaughter the frickin' things, and then they ultimately have to give up right. that battle. Right. And they just leave. Right. And then they're really pissed. Right, Or, yeah. or whatever, or something right. else happens. But, but no, it's just the exact same story that you've seen, like, so many yeah. times. And so, you know, if you haven't seen a lot of movies... Then it this will this is stunning. way better right. than it is for me because I've just seen it so many times. Yeah, and yet even still within that, there are some parts that you know they 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 find Caesar still alive. Yeah. And they have to they like he takes him back to his the, house, the house right. that was his, and Sorry. and things that ought to be really cheesy. Yeah, and and ought to make you just you know, kind of go, oh, God, yeah. you know, whatever. And yet, you know, they really pull it off well. And I think, for me, the epitome in this movie of taking something that just ought to be crap and showing that you can do it in a way that works yeah. is when he goes into the room and, you know, he, like, kind of touches the chain of the ball and he's yep. walking in that room yep. and then he looks at the thing and I'm like, this should be so bad. This right. is like Planet of the Apes suddenly jumped in onto like the <laughs> Lifetime Network. Yeah. And this should be so horrible and just cheesy stupid. And yet, you know, this is really good. They have yeah. built up to this so well right. in such a good way that that this is working and that's just amazing. Yeah. But the overall story, I just was like I need this to spin somewhere yeah. or do something different. And it just never kind of really did. Yeah. And yet, you know, still, it it was really fun. But, you know, I want them, if this is what they're going to do. And then there are so many things that going through it are so kind of, I feel like, oversimplified when the movie that it's in is not being really simple about everything it's doing you know like yeah. like uh koba has to lock up the apes that don't agree with him right. enough right. or whatever right. and and you know he just he just has to go like ultimately so far and and you know then when you're going to play out certain things in a certain way and expect us to follow along with that then there are like kind of other things that you suddenly like, you know, when uh, Caesar and Koba fight, right? Right. And so we're trying to be like, Caesar wants us to kind of like be evolving, right? Yeah. And even though we're evolving, we still got the apeness <laughs> and how yeah. apes work that we have to deal with. So Caesar has to kick Koba's ass, right? Because that's how you become the dominant leader right. of the apes. Yeah. Except that there yeah. are a lot of apes. And a lot of them are gorillas. Yeah. And Caesar is now not in charge. Right. So you have to spin that somehow a little yeah. bit. You have to make it a little bit different than just the fact that Caesar goes, oh, yeah, you don't agree with me? Well, then I'll kick your ass. Right. Because there's way too many apes that Caesar would have absolutely no, no chance hope. at all. Right. And so you have to put something else in there. Like, yeah. somehow make it not just that. Not just the physically. Somehow. Yeah. I. I think it would be, it's funny that, you know, I feel pretty much exactly the same way as you said about the story. And I think it would be hypocritical of me specifically to sometimes say in the past when we see a film, I'm like, 
it was beautiful, but it, that's not enough. Like, especially for right. me and for anybody, you know, here's an easy plug we throw out every once in a while. If anybody hasn't heard why we grade films the way we do, there's a podcast specifically for it. Right. Me personally, I come at it from story, character, plot. That's, you know, that's where I come from initially. And all these things that can get peppered in along the way, like visuals, and I don't care if it sounds great. It would be nice if it sounded great, but right. I don't really give a film a better rating because it sounded awesome. Right. But in this instance, I felt like there was nothing new under the sun that they were showing me except how they were showing me what they were showing me. I can't – I mean, if I were just grading a film on the aesthetics, this would be a 10 easy. Right. I loved the beauty of it, and I loved watching every single thing happen in front of me. There were times when I was surprised by certain things. Like, I actually, like you, I genuinely believed there was going to be a battle that the humans won first. I right. thought that maybe it might be – because as, as I'm watching a film, sometimes I'm playing the film out in my head before I see what's happening. Right, I'm like, sure. well, this is obviously going to happen. And I thought Koba was going to come with a fair amount of an army, get his ass kicked, come back, say that the humans attacked them again, something. And when that didn't happen, I was okay with it, but I thought, well, this is kind of by the numbers. And then it surprises me. The things that kind of made it an eight and a half for me were things like I, I was surprised at how smart it was both politically and, and emotionally in a way. Like I, I felt like at different points of the film, almost calculatedly, and I believe it was calculated, the sympathy swings. Like you feel for Caesar and the apes, and then you go, well, the humans are in trouble. Man, that really sucks. They didn't, you know, they just want power. Like, no, now they're assholes. Now the apes should. Right. I enjoyed that dual sympathy, like that pendulum. Um, and then I was surprised by little things that, that we mentioned Koba a lot, but it's not really just him stealing scenes. But when he comes up on the humans who are practicing their guns and he acts like the chimp that everyone thinks they see like right, happy, right. stupid, like easy, <clears throat> give him some drink, you know, give him some liquor or let's watch right. what happens when a monkey gets drunk. The first time that happens, I thought we were going to get the result from the second time. Right. So it right. was, it, it was a neat like, thing. It right. kind of played on what I anticipated to happen. And that was when I kept getting more feeling like, well, okay, it's going to be a little bit, not that it isn't original, but that it wasn't so pat. Right. And then it kind of went pat again. And, <clears throat> right. and you're right. For me, you know, as beautiful as it was, as great as Andy Serkis is, as smart as the story was and as emotional and, and, and developed and mature in a way when you're talking about a sci-fi film about apes taking right. over the planet, I still – it wasn't bored, but I was pretty unwowed by how easy it was by the numbers. Right. And that's a, that's a bit of a problem because they really do have uh, – you know, like they're making their own world and – I really love the first 10 minutes when they basically say, this is why the flu happened. This is where it went. And because I like the game, like we said, but I actually like the visual of the map turning and all the red blips showing where the virus is breaking out. And then I suddenly was just kind of watching it, not watching it. And then I realized the blips are going away. Like all of a sudden now there aren't any because right. people are dying everywhere. And I just, I was like, this is really fun. Like the, the technique of telling something predictable is amazing. I just wish you could tell me with that technique something unpredictable. Right. Surprise me somewhere. Right. And, and you don't get it. Like, you know, and like you said, it's almost like all these old stories. Like there's a lot of, not that The Last of the Mohicans is original in every way. There's a lot of tribal stuff that goes on. Like when Malcolm comes back to ask Caesar for permission after he says, just don't ever come back. Right. Like, and all the other apes are kind of pushing him and shoving him like that. That seemed to me like a total homage to Daniel Day Lewis coming in and seeing, you know, it just, it felt, it just felt unoriginal in places for an original concept that has been around for 50, 60 years at this point. I mean, right. Do something new. Well, show me something uh, else. And you know, there, and that was big. There are some moments too, where it, it, it almost, you know, First of all, it almost felt like we were doing some things just to do them yeah. to make to make a kind of action out of it. But then also there are some things we're doing like, you know, the movie is really smart and is talking about, you know, smart things in smart ways. Yeah. As opposed to just being, you know, crazy summer right. action, whatever. Right. Except that there are all these parts where it feels like the movie is going, this is as smart as we can be. Right. Because if we go, if we <laughs> yeah. go and, and do the really smart thing, yeah. then we're going to lose everyone because right. people are stupid. Right. And I'm like, I Not just don't, I, I just can't like 
let that sit right with me. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the parts that I hated about the movie, okay, which easily took my rating down uh, a bit on, yeah. on its own is, uh, and I don't want to be like spoilery, right? No, no, here we go. But uh, is the part where Gary Oldman I knew this was does happen. something bad, Yeah, right? I just thought, you know, this is just, for a whole movie that I've been watching uh, all this long, all this time, watching it make what I think are like, pretty solid decisions about how we're going to, you know, get our, uh, get our metaphors through and and make our statements and stuff in ways that I could like go along with. And I could say, you know, that just, that works with the story and look, you're saying something. And there's even, you know, it's not that it's all just political, right? There's, there's lots of stuff that's really just like father, son. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 really has nothing to do with political anything on both sides. There's there's a father son and there's a human parallel too. There's a father and a son there who right. are big. Yeah. And so you've got so this is like late in the movie and you've got like uh, Gary Oldman does something which is just really kind of like the movie for a second goes. A I just want to make some dumb statement. Yeah. And B. <clears throat> Up where the action's happening, I want to have some more crashing and exploding. And I'm like, oh, I don't like either of those reasons (laughs) for doing something. And then, and at the same time, you've got um, way back at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. uh, We have, so it's called the Simeon Blue. So we have the one guy who's an Uh, asshole. And he he says it. And he he says, I'm I'm the asshole. Right. Right. And so, you know, then we've, we're going to make a statement about kind of just about how people are stupid, right? but um, how people, I guess, kind of go in wrong ways or whatever. And, you know, it's like you've got this guy who now hates apes right? and wants to kill all the apes because at one point people started calling it the simian flu. Right. And so if it's the simian flu – then it's those bastard right. apes' problem, yeah, right? Right. And and then you get the response uh, where the doctor says it was a human created <laughs> thing that happened to be ex- uh, experimented on apes, and that's why it's called this. You know, it could be called the blue flu <laughs> right. with just as much you meaning yeah. to to what it is. Yeah. And his response to that is, don't give me all that right. garbly, like, uh, yeah. smarty pantsness. Right. I know it's called the simian flute. Like, right. I'm just absolutely committed to being stupid. Right. So it doesn't matter what you say, and yeah. I hate apes. And that whole thing, first of all, could have, uh, you know, we could have that position it, to an extent that we don't get to just write him off as a moron, right. where you know we could maybe show a certain position there where he could not like apes and not and then he actually says, "Oh, I'm the asshole," right. and that was right. the worst for me because yeah. you know don't actually say that. Right. I mean at at worst have somebody else call right. it an asshole or something. I actually like that scene most of it. And then when he I, when, I do when, he, when he gets to that point, it's the last fifteen or twenty seconds where he really is like, "Don't give me your hippy dippy crap." Like everything right. up to that point, because I and think then, that's an and important then, and point. And then you kind of go, "Ah, oh. right." And then I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, you just so so patented stuff." Like right. this is the guy we need, and this is and I actually expected that guy to be the one who does what Gary Oldman does later, because that's the guy that would do it. I expected I, him to do what Koba does at the beginning. I, yeah. Until we and started so getting is, into Koba more, because at right. first, at first, I mean, Koba. Uh, I guess this for me is a positive and a negative about the movie, kind of. Yeah. But he really makes a swing. He uh, yeah. From the beginning of the movie to where he winds you know, up, shit starts right up. Yeah. He seems like he's really goes through like a change. Yeah. I because thought you were going to say he, he goes a he, man, this he is does, a great pun. He, does, uh, he does. We should have done a pun show. He doesn't seem like at the beginning. Right. He seems like, uh, you know, 
not anywhere near as much right. of an asshole as the guy who calls himself an asshole. Right. And right. so at that point, it seems like if something is going to go, if the direction that we're going to go is that somebody like loses Snap. their shit, right? right. It's going to be that guy. Right. Yeah. He just seems like he should be the guy. In a lot of ways, I actually look, Caesar is terribly interesting to me because of all the stuff he has to do because he's in a leadership position. And he's also like what you said, he's also establishing the moral steps, the high ground, and he has to live up to it to, to do it. I actually kind of think Koba is the more interesting person because of that, because he's certainly got all this stuff under the surface, but he's just trying to live literally and figuratively, metaphorically, whatever, with his scars. And, but, and, and he's and fine when until, there are no humans to look at. I was going to say, he's fine when he's humans okay. are not around. He's actually still kind of like the guy, the kind of but he's also, you can keep him around because he's still civilized. But right. the moment humans are around, he, he can't help it. It's almost like a, he, a flashback. He escalates really quickly. And he immediately quickly, remembers right. everything, and, and he becomes this person. And it's really interesting to see, because I feel like in some ways there is a mirror reflection of the simian side to the human side. Like there are people right. that are like that. Sure. I really did like that campfire conversation, and I, and I thought it was like a necessary thing. But it would have been really smart to just have someone else take one more look at it and be like, the rest of your film is smart saying stuff. Let's just get this out of here. Right. And, and do something else. And, and I think actually both of those characters, right, like, like I frequently say on the show, yeah. your bad guy can only go so far and right. then I don't care anymore, right? And both of those characters yeah. could have just been reined in a little bit yeah. on how crazy they go. You yeah. know, like um, at, the, at the end... See, especially because there's a sense in which we will go, we will go far enough that nothing will make sense anymore, right? right? And right. when we get to the end of the movie, and like you know, again, not to totally spoil it, right? But basically, you get Koba willing to go far enough that even if he won what he was doing at the time, yeah, he would have lost, right? Because at that point, he's so far gone that even if he won, he there's no right. way he would have control yeah. anymore. Right. You know, I mean, you can't. You can only you can only be so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and, right. And, and he, yeah, especially and you know the other thing that uh, we're getting sort of close on time. Yeah. And one thing that I really wanted to say about the movie that I don't know necessarily that this is anything that is a negative about the movie, but. Given how long the movie is, and you can't do everything, right? And and it doesn't feel real long, so it's fine. It it's pretty fine quick. right yeah. there. Um, I really would have liked it if they had a lot more of the apes talking to each other. Yeah, because you get a fair amount. There's a lot of, of the it, humans, but, yeah. talking to each other, but you don't get a lot of the apes. Yeah, and you don't get them. You know, I I want. I wanted a little bit more. You, you got the one uh, orangutan. Yeah. And uh, there's um, – he still doesn't really, like, talk a lot or anything. But yeah. he he's involved in a pretty cool scene with a human yeah. boy, which which works. Anyway, yeah. but – I, I thought that I was going to fail, too, as soon as that I started. I wanted Caesar – to have that's true. That's I that, really that's another scene that where scene. that could go. I thought that was going to be really badness. Right? But sorry, you wanted Caesar. Um, I wanted Caesar to have more apes that he you know right. talks about stuff right. with and discusses things or yeah. whatever because we're supposed to be getting into this whole political moral yeah. Yeah. viewpoint of apes yeah. and not just. Right. I'm the big badass ape. Right. Like I wanted because and actually for me that would have maybe given me more to hang my hat on with the idea that it's not just gorillas in charge. Right. If he would have you know if he had some group of apes that you know he talked a little bit about like the rules of not killing other right. apes right. or you know whatever the hell it is, right? That he's actually leading because people like what he's doing, right. not just because he can kick yeah. all their asses, which right. he can't. Right. 
And, you know, they just, it seemed like it was missing a little bit of, you know, we get a lot of scenes where Gary Oldman is talking about how if we don't get the power, everyone's going to go berserk and then it's all over. So we're going to have to to attack them if they don't let us do it. Yeah. We get a lot of them developing how they're trying to have their system work in the years after everyone dies. Yeah. And I wanted some of that going on with the apes, where I get something, something to where, what's going on with their where, world. I agree. Something where Caesar is like his namesake, like be, be the leader, be the politician. Like even, even if it was just a one scene where there were more of them talking, you know, whether it's late at night or whether it's during a hunt, you know, how are we going to do this? We're running out of space. Like how do we adapt? How do we grow? Something more about the permanence of them versus, well, we're just going to... And you get a sense that they certainly are working together for a greater thing, like when they're hunting. Right. You know, that's that's there. But it just is in the beginning, then it stops. And even to the extent that, you know, there are some parts where... So here are the humans all of a sudden. Yeah. We're going to have to do something with that. Koba's sitting there going, let's kill them all. Right. Just yeah. I got the answer. Boom, yeah. let's attack and kill them all. Yeah. And, you know, what you get as some kind of explanation of how we're going to go or whatever is that Caesar says, uh, but if we go to war, we lose a bunch of apes. Right. And what we don't get out of that, you know, what we get is that he said it, there it is. Right. And that's how it's going to be. And that doesn't, I think, quite, especially in the several times we get stuff like that happening, what we don't get is a real feeling for a bunch of other apes yeah. who maybe represent some sort right. of consensus right. of apes who are going, okay, I agree with that or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, the way that it plays out, it's like maybe all the apes disagree with them. Right. And they're just not going to say want, it or right. whatever. Yeah. And how well is that going to work? Right. I mean, that's not like a long-term plan. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and. Well, I, I, well, I mean, we're getting close, like you said. We'll wrap up, and we got to figure out what's next week. Anyway, just possibly won't have to. But one of the things that I've seen over and over again that makes me glad I didn't actually get the film, even though I said this is kind of what I wanted before, oh, all dead. Um, is you know, there's this notion of apes on horses, apes with guns, right? And and that happens, and you see it in the trailer, you see it happening. Um, but the film is way more sophisticated than that, strangely right, enough. Right. A film about talking apes and their uprisings. Um, but, uh, you know, it, I still think that with some of the some of the drawbacks, it's a hell of a good time. It's a right. really fun sci-fi film. If anything else, like one of the things that I would stand by is it's a fun science fiction film. It is. You it, know, it is in some so ways. It's so a lot of fun. And, and there's even, you know, we didn't even really talk about guns. Yeah, I know. And, we, and the whole thing. And... There is kind of an interesting thing that maybe doesn't get quite the commentary that it could take a couple of minutes more explaining yeah. where, you know, the apes are all about not having guns and, right, also. and, and they get guns from the humans and, uh, you know, early on in the movie and what they do is destroy them. Right. They're, yeah. And they're just, you know, guns bad. Yeah, <laughs> and right. They don't like the idea of guns. Yeah. And, uh, and that's something that, we could have played around with a little more. I thought so. Especially since we know there's humans over there. Yeah. And maybe we want to talk about why we're not just keeping the guns that we've, right. we've gotten. Right. And then ultimately the guns happen. And, and uh, as we said, we're getting a little close on time. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing that I had a little bit of a problem with really was yeah. the end of the movie. So we won't spoil things too much. Okay. And the reason that I kind of had a problem with it is that once we get to the end, then it's sort of like what we did was we get to a certain point and we say, now I actually don't have to be a storyteller anymore because all I have to do is go, you know where it ends up. Right. <laughs> and and I can just go, so this. <laughs> and And it's like we're sort of, beholden in a weird way to the fact that we know we know that the apes have to win right and take over the world right because that's the movie yeah right that's because ultimately you have to get back to that first movie where the apes won and it's the planet of the apes right right Right. (laughs) and so when we get to a certain point at the end of this movie we've got caesar and our human yeah 
and and they're basically kind of both looking at each other, going, "There's only two minutes left of the movie, man." <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's not going to work out, right? And uh, I guess we're going to have to take everything over. Yeah. And then it's like, wait, what? Right. And and you know the um, Caesar says, "Well, look, other humans are coming. Here was this slaughter. They're never going to forgive. They don't us. forgive. Yeah." And the human who's like trying to be the mediator of everything in the universe from. The moment we see him <laughs> yeah. it, at the beginning of the movie goes, oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. Right. That's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, so we couldn't, like, try to talk to him before they get here and slaughter everyone. Right. Um, because there's only now a minute and a half left of the movie. Yeah. So it's all over. Yeah. And goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, right. I mean, it's just like, really? I mean, couldn't we... Even if we had that, wouldn't they have actually kind of tried to talk to the other humans yeah. that were coming? Maybe that'll be the first and maybe the next film. And maybe it will go wrong. Right. And we know ultimately it is going to go wrong right. because right. we know ultimately it's going to be the planet of the eight. Planet of the eight, right? But in the way that this whole story unfolded, yeah, it felt really weirdly fake. It was sort of rushed. That at the yeah. end they would go, "Well, it's all over now, dude." Yeah. Oh, you're right. It is. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. It yeah. just, it doesn't feel like either of those characters. It doesn't yeah. seem like what what Caesar would do is go, well, it's on now, and right. there's no way to get around that. Right. right. And what the human would do would would be to go, well, there's no way to try to end this slaughter now. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt like, for man, a film that on, had done so many things, yeah, it right? felt I mean, very, just kind very of, misplaced. You know, have them talk about how they're going to try to do it and we know it's not going to work maybe right. or whatever but right. to have them just both kind of like throw up their hands and go i guess so it's on cool. now right. yeah i don't know it's a little weird yeah I, I i didn't love the end but as we said before several times it's really fun it's really worth really going is. to see it really is and it's really worth seeing in 3D. Um, yeah. I, I was really glad that we saw it in 3D. It's it's a weirdly, you know, I hate to even overly say this, but it's it's weirdly awesome looking movie. It is. And, it, is. <laughs> and, it really is. And it's just, there's just a lot of fun built into this in what we're looking at. Yeah. Without really, you know, without totally abandoning the story or right, whatever, right. and it's not tons of action. It's just stuff that really looks cool. Yeah, and a lot of it, I think, you get, uh, you really get your money's worth out I of think the 3D. So. I think they make sure you do too. Yeah. It was really cool. So, um, did we figure out what we're doing next week? I think I think that's pretty much <laughs> our take too. on this one. Yeah. Seven and a half, eight and a half, either way, really positive. Right, either and, way. And it's a lot of fun, and I would definitely like watch it again when it I, you know, comes I'm, out. I'm I, I'd be interested, yeah, I would be interested to, see to see it again. It's a really good time, and especially if you're, if you're not super picky about crazy crap like we are, right. then you're probably going to end up, end up towards the nine yeah. like on the uh, Metacritic. But So next week. Next week it's, is a weird toss-up. I doubt we'll get the, the Zach Braff crowdfunded film which oh. I was here and I know you're not wild about it it looks like it's going to be one of two things and it's probably only going to be one of one thing The Purge Anarchy which is the follow up to The Purge oh, from a few years ago that's the only other thing that comes out Boyhood which is the Linklater oh. film which is really interesting in its premise um, where he filmed it like in real time over a long span of right, time like 12 years yeah, yeah that's really interesting to me but I don't know that Boyhood will necessarily open but as far as you know, this is a weird, a weird comment. We got about sixty seconds left. I'm looking at the calendar for the next several weeks, and there's only a couple blips, and we're only halfway through the summer. I know. Like, there's really not a whole lot of really engaging stuff coming the up. The whole summer um, is super weird. It is really weird. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what we get. So, it may be the purge. It may be the purge. That'll be interesting. That'll be uh, something. That's you know, and like I said before, that's it's like the whole. It's almost like home invasion really gone wild. This is wild. one of these things, right? So, like, well, let's take people are scared of tie it in. Yeah. People are scared of that. Let's take that to another level. Right. No and chimps, though. Just like the first, movie, the first, part. which was weird. But yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah. we'll see you next week with a movie of some sort. <laughs> yeah, something. And uh, oh, actually, we might even uh, somewhere in the next couple of weeks talk about like Emmy nominations yeah, right. a little bit. 
And uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, share with your friends and subscribe on iTunes. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.